0: You are listening to LDS and Loving Life, episode 26. Why did I do that? Are you a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and sometimes feel overburdened, discouraged, and generally not as happy as you'd like to be? If so, welcome. I'm Jordana Thiessen. I am a lifelong member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and a certified life coach. I am here to help you use the gospel in the way that I believe it is meant to be used, to bring you joy. Let go of limiting beliefs that bring you down, and welcome empowering beliefs that lift you up. I'm so excited you're here. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I'm excited. I'm more than a quarter of the way to 100 episodes, and that is really exciting for me. And I'm so grateful that so many of you are listening to it. And I hope that you are enjoying the podcast so far. Okay. How many of us here are generally pretty smart? You don't even have to be a genius. Like, are a lot of us pretty smart? You know the things that are good to do, that you should do, and you know the things that aren't so good for you and that you shouldn't do. In a perfect world, our knowledge would equal our actions. The things that we know are good, we would do. And the things that we know are not good, we would not do. If you know that eight glasses of water are good to drink each day, you would do it. You would know to do mindful movement to strengthen your body every day, and you would do it. You would eat healthy food that fuels your body. You would go to sleep early and wake up early. You would limit your screen time and your social media time. You would exercise gratitude each day. You would spend meaningful time in the scriptures and studying and in prayer and meditating and pondering every day. You would treat every single person, including yourself and people who are challenging to get along with, with love and respect. You would always be 100% truthful. You would see every single challenge as an opportunity, and you would go into it with a what-can-I-learn attitude. You would never say anything irreverent or listen to or watch anything irreverent and inappropriate. You would never swear. You would never say an unkind thing. But we don't live in a perfect world. So odds are, even though you know some things that are good to do, you don't do them. And even though you know there are some things that aren't good to do, you do them. Pretty much everyone knows that smoking, drinking, pornography is bad. But there are people that do it, right? Even the people who are doing those things know it's not good. We know that reading the scriptures meaningfully each day and praying and going to the church and going to the temple are good. And there are people who don't do it. And those of us who don't do it very well, you probably know how to be healthier physically and spiritually and mentally, but you don't necessarily do all of it. And you probably know that it's important to be patient, kind, and loving to yourself and to others, but you don't always do it. At least I don't always do these things. And I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one. And the reason why I'm pretty sure is because I talk to people and they also struggle with these things. So if we know the things that we should be doing, why don't we do it? If we know the things we shouldn't be doing, why do we do it? Well, our brains have two parts. There's an upper part of our brain and there's a lower part of our brain. The upper part of our brain, um, it's the one that's very conscious and intentional and plan, plans ahead. So it's very future focused. And so this is this is the part of our brain that I like to think of is, as... Um, as divine, right? This is part of what makes us children of God is that we have this brain. I've heard it talked about that. We have the ability to think about our thinking. No other creature in the world has that ability. Our lower brain, however, is very reactive. It's the fight or flight or freeze response. So it's very unconscious. And so it's it's very now focused. And by now focused, I don't mean today focused. I mean in this instant, focused. And we, we it's kind of like this teeter-totter, right? Going up and down, like are we acting from our upper conscious thinking or are we acting from our unconscious reactive thinking? And and I like to think of this lower brain as kind of like our natural man brain or our carnal brain, where it's, it's just about the pleasure and what I want right now. When we are acting from that conscious upper brain, that divine brain, we choose to take an action even when in the moment we don't want to. And when we're acting from our lower reactive kind of carnally minded brain, we are choosing to act um, even though that's not really what we want to do. And so an example of that would be something like, say you have a plan to color with your child, right? Your child has said, Hey mom, can you come color with me? And so you decide that you will, because you're thinking something along the lines of coloring with my child is a priority or coloring with my child would be fun, or I'm willing to color with my child, right? Just something along those lines. And then you might feel something like commitment. And so then the action is that you color with your child. Okay. And maybe this is even something you planned in advance. Maybe it's, Tomorrow, I'm going to make sure I color with my child, okay? And so you're acting from a place that um, like you've made that commitment, and so you're acting from a place where you are going to fulfill that commitment. Now, maybe your child asks if you will color with them, and so you have this plan. Maybe it's for the next day, like you plan to color with your child. But then as the day is going on, you start thinking and maybe not noticing that you're thinking, that something else takes priority. I know one that I go through a lot is getting this cleaned up is a priority. Like getting this kitchen cleaned up is a priority. Getting this laundry in the washing machine is a priority. Like doing all of these things is a priority. And so then you end up feeling maybe rushed or distracted or non-commitment. So what is that? Just like, I don't know. Non-commitment. You know what I'm talking about. (laughs) And so then your action is that you do all these other things and you don't color with your child. So in the first example, you're using that upper brain. You've decided this is what I'm going to do. And so it is a priority. In the second one, you've decided to do it, but you've decided that something else is a priority. And so you act on what you are believing. And in that situation, it's that lower brain, right? And so we're always, sometimes we act from that upper brain and sometimes we act from that lower brain. It just kind of depends on who we've got in the driver's seat. Um, That lower reactive brain, I've heard this analogy a few times. I can't remember if I've shared it on the podcast, but I'm going to share it now. And the analogy is you're in the car, you're the adult, you're at the driver's seat. And in the back, you've got a three-year-old, but that lower brain is kind of like the three-year-old and the upper brain is kind of like the adult. Who is driving the car? Is it the adult or is it the three-year-old? The three-year-old maybe isn't a very good driver, but how often do we let that three-year-old drive our actions, right? I want to share with you an experience that I had really recently where I found myself wondering, why did I do that? I know better. I shouldn't do that, right? Have you felt that before? Have you ever had that thought? Have you ever had that experience? Like, why did I do that? I know better. And then it's really easy to start judging yourself, okay? So why did I do that? Think about the thing that you do that you regret <laughs> or that you know better than and follow along with my experience and see if you can make the connection to your to your experience where you took an action so recently um, I got into a little bit of an argument <laughs> with one of my children and I ended up giving him a little bit of a slap and I'm not proud of it. Not at all. Why did I do it? Why did I give him a little bit of a slap? Well, let me tell you about my upper brain, my ideal, what I believe would be really good for me to do as a mom. I believe it'd be really good for me as a mom to give my child and all of my children a safe place to express their frustration, someone that they can talk to, someone who will listen to them, someone who doesn't take their anger personally and just recognize, hey, my child really needs my love right now and I can give that to them. That's my ideal. (laughs) That's my upper brain. That's my divine brain. That's my adult brain being in the driver's seat. And when that adult brain is driving, when my child gets really upset and angry, I have compassion and I take the time to ponder and pray right even in the moment about how I can help them. I sit and I let them work through their things in a safe place and I'm patient with them and I offer things like love and hugs and even if they say no that's okay and then I parent really well. And I really help them. But I let my three year old brain, or honestly, it's maybe like a two year old brain, or maybe it's a reflection of the child. Maybe it was my eight year old brain. (laughs) And I was not thinking about how my child needs love. I was thinking more along the lines of he deserves to be punished. It's not okay for him to do this. It's not okay for him to treat me this way. It's not okay for him to act this way. He deserves to be punished. And so then I felt anger. And so then my action was that I gave him a little slap. I yelled at him. I said words to him that I didn't like. So what is the difference? Why did I react with anger and a little slap instead of, Treating him with compassion and offering him love and space and time. It comes down to what I was thinking in the moment. I was not listening to my conscious upper brain that understands and desires to be loving and compassionate. I was acting from my lower reactive carnal brain that is focused on this instant. I was focused on what is wrong with him and what he's doing right now and how I don't like it and what I want to do, right, in that moment. Because in, in real life, that I don't want to treat my child that way. But in that moment, I wanted to treat my child that way. Now, what is an experience that you have had recently where you did something and then you found yourself thinking, why did I do that? I shouldn't have done that. I know better than to do that. So what you're going to do is with that self-coaching model, remember there's a circumstance, there's a thought, there's a feeling, and there's an action, okay? There's a result too, but right now, the, the action is the thing that is a problem for you. So go ahead and just do on a paper, CTFA, right? Like top to bottom. And at the A line, the action line, you write in the action that you did that you regret. And so for me, it's, I slapped my son, okay? And then ask yourself, what was I feeling? What was my emotion? And so for me, it was anger, And, um, the thought and the circumstance, um, it might be easier to, to go all the way, like go all the way backwards. But if you know what the circumstance was, um, then go ahead and write that in anytime. So for, for me, um, okay, I I guess I can kind of do this two ways. So I knew the circumstance, like the circumstance was my son was, kicking the door repeatedly. And like the words that he'd been saying, so like to keep it really simple, let's just say the circumstances my son was kicking the door multiple times. Okay. And so then my T line, my thought is what about my son kicking the door made me feel angry. Okay. And that's going to give me the thought, Ooh, okay. I don't have this perfectly written out actually. And so, um, Mm, yeah. Okay. So my son was kicking the door. And so my thought was, um, well, I, I mean, I could choose any, but the one that really led to the anger was like, he he needs to be punished, but also like what he's doing is wrong, what he's doing is not okay. And so really any of those thoughts lead to the same feeling and the same action. And so for you, once you've got your feeling, you could either ask yourself, what was I believing that made me feel angry? Or you could fill out the circumstance first. It could be what was happening that caused me to act this way or what was happening to cause me to feel this way. You could ask either one of those questions. And then and then if you... So if you do the circumstance before you fill out the thought line, then you can ask yourself... What about the circumstance, you know, but say like what it was, what about my child kicking the door caused me to feel angry? Right. That is really messy. I apologize for if that was completely confusing. (laughs) Welcome to my life. I'm a little bit confusing sometimes. (laughs) So now you've got your model filled out. You've got your circumstance. You've got what was going on. You've got what you were believing in that moment. And that, That thought is a reactive thought. That thought comes from your lower brain, from the now-focused carnal brain, that three-year-old brain or that eight-year-old brain. (laughs) And then that creates an emotion, a feeling, and that feeling drives the action. So why did you do what you did? It's because of what you were thinking. Why didn't you do what you wanted to do because of what you were thinking. So the thing about this lower brain, this unconscious brain is, we don't realize that that's what we're thinking, right? It's unconscious. And that is why it's it's so empowering to be able to think about our thinking. Because now when you're out of the moment, you can go back and look at that situation And ask yourself, what was I thinking? Because you obviously weren't thinking with your upper brain that is future-focused and acts the way that you want to act. And that's okay. It's so easy to go from, why did I do that? I know better, to I'm a terrible person. And the thought, I'm a terrible person, I will tell you, is another reactive thought from your lower brain. Your upper brain, your divine brain is not going to offer you that thought. But we can choose and anytime we make a choice. That's like we cement that belief more. And so do watch for going straight to, I'm a terrible person. Instead, try to notice I was acting from this lower reactive part of me because I was believing my child needs to be punished. This other thing is a priority. I deserve this, but I just really want this. I really don't want to do that. I want to go read my book, right? Whatever it is. Whatever it is in the moment that you were really believing and acting on is why you did what you did. All right, everybody, come send me an email or sign up for your coaching at my website if you want some more insight and some more help, because sometimes we think things are true and we think they're circumstances, but they're actually thoughts. And so it might be really helpful for you to come actually get a coaching session and it can be so enlightening and that feels amazing. And then you can actually start taking steps forward and it just feels so good. It's so wonderful. That is what I have for you this week. I will talk to you next time. Thanks for joining me today. If you found this episode helpful or interesting in any way, I would love for you to share it with others rate it, and leave a review. I offer one-on-one coaching for people just like you. If you want a coach who values and understands how important your faith is in dealing with your personal struggles, I would love to be your coach. You can sign up for a try-it-out session today at youarelimitless.ca. See you soon!